You're listening to NITV Radio. I'm Nairi Pakai, and today we talk with Creative Australia. First Nations talent in fashion, music and literature is seeing significant support from Creative Australia. With opportunities in funding, grants and studio spaces, creative artisans are pushing the boundaries and Creative Australia is there to support them. Francesca Cupello is the Executive Director of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Arts, joining NITV Radio today to share just a little bit more about Creative Australia. Thanks for coming and chatting with us, Francesca. Oh, good morning, Nari. Lovely to be joining you and your listeners. So I just want you to introduce yourself for a moment. Who's your mob and what do you do? Uh, Nari, my mob are from the top end regions of Australia. Um, saltwater country, and uh, my ancestry is Larikia, Bardi, Waterman, and Yanua people. I've been very fortunate to live and work on Gadigal country um, here in Sydney at Creative Australia, and so lovely to be joining mob right across Australia today. We're here to talk about Creative Australia. Recently, they've launched uh, Flourish 3, Elevate 3 and Space to Create 3, which are grants. Uh, what does Creative Australia's grants look like for artists applying? And then also, what do the words mean that I just said to everyone? <laughs> I think um, what we're really focused on here is recognising that MOB are the best storytellers this country has ever seen. And the storytelling takes place across a whole range of different media and we want to recognise and really invest in storytelling in such a tangible way. And so we looked at three different areas of First Nations storytelling, music, our song, men and women, and how music is such a healing mechanism, but a mechanism for protest, a mechanism for education, uh, a mechanism for self-empowerment. And so uh, for us, we thought, let's, let's ensure that our First Nations storytellers who are musicians and who work in the music industry have the opportunity to sit, create, surround themselves with people in the industry who have uh, technical expertise that they can share. And so we partnered with ANU, the Australian National University, some three years ago, said to them, what does providing studio space and space for our creatives to actually focus and and, and develop all of those musical uh, talent? And so uh, there's a remarkable First Nations uh, leader who works at ANU, Will Kepper, and we talked with Will and this remarkable program developed and this year we're excited to to celebrate the six recipients have been chosen and they will have this remarkable residency in the studio at ANU it's called the Yellow Studio and uh, we're excited that we have a large number of female applicants who are successful so we just want to do a wonderful shout out to our First Nations women who who are creative story singers, story 
tellers in this industry and also to our brothers as well. So yeah, that that is a wonderful opportunity that we call Base to Create, specifically dedicated to our First Nations creatives who work in the music sector. How do these significant grants supporting artists impact the wider cultural community? I think what, what it does is it recognises our remarkable First Nation creatives as, as workers, as contributors to the remarkable identity um, they are uh, able to to get the recognition to get the financial support to get this this wonderful uh, opportunity to advance their creative expertise to develop entrepreneurially you know we've got this other remarkable investment called flourish um, which is all about investing in our first nation storytellers who work within the fashion and textile industry now fashion and textile industry in australia is worth billions of dollars and of course we all know First Nation mob are the most deadliest um, (laughs) mob. And so we just thought, well, this is an area of creativity and storytelling that we really should start to support our mob in. And so three years ago, we were the first to actually in in Australia to invest in First Nations and uh, textile design at a national level. And we've seen huge results. Uh, We've seen fashion labels be launched in communities such as um, Broom in WA, Rabibi. Mm-hmm. We've seen international collections, well, collections taken to Paris um, and Milan. And, of course, we've seen First Nations fashion uh, take the lead in terms of Australian Fashion Week. And, of course, mob. You just need to look at socials or any of our musicians and uh, creatives. They're all dressed up in all First Nation textile and fashion and really um, humbling to see our mob dialing up on local, national and the international arena. We recognise storytelling in the form of, of writing and literature. And that is um, our investment framework that we call Elevate. And we wanted to ensure that our First Nations storytellers who write all of those remarkable books, those amazing plays, um, that they are supported telling their community story or even being innovative and telling sci-fi stories. I mean, it's just um, for us about empowerment. It's about self-determination. It's about recognition and respect. And uh, we're fortunate that we're able to provide these opportunities through um, either partnership, through financial investment, or through providing safe cultural spaces where, where people can tell their story their way. Speaking of uh, safe cultural spaces, Creative Australia has also implemented the First Nations First, which is like a consultancy engagement with community and investment in First Nations art making. How do you see uh, that improving the industry for uh, our creatives or for the people behind the scenes supporting Indigenous industries? Look, it's, it's for us, it's always been... Uh, um, High priority that First Nation mob determine the investment that happens at 
Free out of Australia and previous to that, the Australian Council for the Arts through the Aboriginal Arts Board. And uh, there has always been Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people who have uh, been on various boards advising and uh, really having oversight in terms of First Nations decision-making, First Nations determinations and First Nations investment. And so under uh, Creative Australia, we have a new opportunity to re-engage with our sector and uh, touch base. We're very mindful that um, we are in a post-pandemic environment. We are also in uh, a post-referendum environment. And uh, we know many of our creatives uh, have a lot of both opportunity but also pressures upon them in terms of their creativity so as we uh, were given this responsibility under the National Cultural Policy, we knew that we needed to touch base with our mob on the ground. So uh, at the end of last year, we began quite an extensive consultation process, which will uh, come to fruition at the end of March. And I encourage all your listeners to have a look at our website to see where all these get will take place. So we are sharing information about the national cultural policy, about what might First Nations-led, First Nations First-led look like at Creative Australia. And we really want to hear from the sector. We want to hear from mob. We want to hear from eldership. We want to hear from the leaders in the communities about where they see the priority area investment are. So uh, we've embarked on this important process and uh, we're looking forward to talking to MOB to find out what those priorities are. And uh, they will include a continued commitment to flourish, elevate, but there will also be new investment. And again, this will all be informed by MOB and their priorities that they have identified to us through the consultation process. Mm, that sounds like an amazing opportunity for community to be involved directly yeah. and indirectly. You've yourself have been in the arts for more than 30 years, working in museums and art galleries. What excites you about up-and-coming Indigenous creatives? Uh, look, what, what excites me is the diversity of our storytelling. Uh, I, I get excited when I see remarkable celebration of uh, our culture, our eldership. You know, for me, there's a remarkable legacy of all of those amazing elders who passed on um, and see the way that are being carried and cared for, the legacy by the next generation is both inspirational and and really humbling. And so, you know, I, I every time we have these opportunities where we call for um, you know, our mob to share their ideas with us, um, share their aspirations. Um, I'm so excited by what I see and I'm so excited by the diversity and I'm so excited by the honouring of what has happened in the past um, and the honouring of um, our elders who have passed on but equally this 
strong commitment to intergenerational sharing of culture uh, across our cassette. Be it gaming, be it fashion and textile design, albeit, you know, remarkable engagement across multimedia. So, yeah, I still get so excited and inspired every day. As I said, I'm fortunate to to work on Gadigal country and be totally surrounded by such um, rich and remarkable creatives. And uh, and as I said, we, we received so many amazing applications. I'm excited by what I see and excited to be able to talk with MOB and, and hear where they're taking arts and culture into the future. So we've spoken about just a few of the newest grants. Um, are there more opportunities for people to apply and where should we be looking for these grants? And well, um, the opportunity um, you will start to see appearing on our website. So uh, I'd encourage everyone to, to hold as a bookmark Creative Australia um, which was previously known as the Australia Council for the Arts. Um, I know a lot of people are, are very much aware of of um, the Australia Council for the Arts and with our uh, name change, it's uh, very much the same commitment but an increased um, remit for supporting our artists and our creatives. And so I encourage all your listeners to have a look at our website. Uh, there is an opportunity to also register and subscribe. And of course, uh, encourage everyone to register and hear a bit more uh, about the important work we're doing over the next 12 months. Keep track of um, our website. We will certainly see um, some new investment frameworks in addition to our uh, ongoing investment happening at the end of this year. So, um, And, of course, I can always come back and have a chat with you, Nari, as well and uh, let people know um, over, um, over the radio um, because I know not everyone has access to computers and engaging online. So um, I reckon if we lock in at the time to chat with you, we can make sure that that your listeners are also across these amazing opportunities. Absolutely. Send through an email. Um, I I want to thank you for uh, talking with NITV Radio today. I really enjoyed hearing about the Creative Australia and what they're doing with the arts. It's lovely, lovely chat with you, Nari, and your audience. I love our rich art and culture and, uh, you know, I'd love to see more accelerate yeah so um, my pleasure sharing this information but can't wait to hear from you and um, can't wait to see the exciting amazing things they do in our communities